Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome back to the Manage My Wedding podcast, episode 28. I started this podcast as an extension from the Manage My Wedding app so that I could give so much more detail and help step bridal couples through the planning process without all the fluff. So basically, I wanted to create a how-to and I just want to read to you a podcast review I've recently received as this got me so excited because it makes me realize that I'm achieving exactly what I set out to do. This review is a five-star review from Soph and she titles the review so helpful. Soph says, there are so many great tips in every podcast episode. You literally cover every detail and it has been a lifesaver for me. Have already recommended it to my friends. Ah, I love that. Thank you so much, Soph. I'm telling you that brings the biggest smile to my face. I'm absolutely grinning from ear to ear because as I said, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to give the nitty gritty details that nobody tells you about and is why you end up getting so stressed in the wedding planning. And I just wanted to make that smoother and, and help future bridal couples feel less stressed. So I really appreciate you, Soph, taking the time to do that review. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. And if you leave a review with your Instagram handle, I will send you a personal thank you along with a little something. Now, hopefully I can get to know you a little bit more. So back before this horrible coronavirus started to hit, I did a podcast that was called How to Delegate Like a Boss. It was podcast episode 17. And I did that podcast because I had an Instagram message from a follower who asked, she listens to, listened to all the podcasts, but she had asked for help um, and in a podcast on how to get people to help her because she was feeling really stressed and overwhelmed in the lead up to her wedding with how much there was still to do. So in the, the podcast that I then did, I talk about how to delegate jobs and what tasks you can delegate and who to in the lead up to your big day. And in the podcast, I mentioned that I would come back the following week and I would talk about how to delegate jobs the day of the wedding and also jobs that needed doing after the wedding that you need help with while you're on your honeymoon as well. But because of coronavirus, I never actually did that podcast as promised because at the time I needed to instantly shift my focus and to help those of you out there who were really struggling with coming to terms with either not knowing if you could have a wedding or your wedding being cancelled and just help people try and get through that. And I did, I did several podcasts after that that were all about how to plan your wedding without spending any money and how to plan your wedding from home. And there were many different topics that I did. So if you still are deep in the midst of coronavirus, depending on which country you were in, please go back and, 
and have a listen to those. They start from episode 18 because they will really help you. But I thought that it was now a good time to come back to this topic in case anybody is is waiting for that because it has now been, I think, about three months since I did promise I would come back and talk about those delegating <laughs> tasks. And I also think it is really important to still finish covering this topic because you really do need as much help as you can get so that you do not feel as stressed and so that you do have somebody to lean on for different tasks that can really help you and not and take away that worry for you. If you are a user of our app, you will already have some of these that I'm going to mention within the app. So they'll come up as to do tasks, but I'm actually going to go into much more detail, especially for those that may not be using our app. Um, But as I mentioned, you can't do it all and you can't do it alone or you're just not going to enjoy the day and you won't actually get a moment to yourself on the day of the wedding if you don't have people help you. So first let's start with the day of the wedding tasks that you need help with. And then after these, I'll then go into the tasks for the day after the wedding and also for while you're on your honeymoon. So on the day, firstly, you need a contact for the day. Now, this is going to be the person whom the suppliers can contact or someone, this, someone might be a person that you give the agenda to and you give them all the contacts for the day and what is happening from the start to the end so that they can help chase suppliers. They can check on deliveries if something's late. They can say, oh, no, we, the you know, makeup artist is meant to be here now. They're not. And they've got the number and they can call them. And they can also be the person that answers your phone calls when you're having your hair and your makeup done. So this could be someone in your bridal party or it could be a sister or it could just be a good friend that's not in the bridal party, but they're hanging out with you for the day because they're very close to you. So you really have to kind of decide who the, who fits that and who you know is going to be a really good help for you on the day. Number two, you need someone in charge of flowers. So they could either be the the person that goes and picks the flowers up or they could be the person that when the delivery arrives to you, they then take the flowers off to the people they need to go to because usually unless you organise otherwise and you pay for extra delivery, quite often the flowers might get delivered and they're in one big box and you've got to split the bridal bouquets up, but there might be then some flowers that need to go to the grooms, the groom and his party for their buttonholes, or there might be some corsages that need to go to the mothers if they're not with you. So have someone in charge of the flowers. And then there is number three, which is lunch, well, just food in general and, and popping of champagne. Put someone in charge of making sure everyone's getting fed or if they, lunch needs to be picked up, they go and pick that up and they top everyone up with their champagne just to make sure that everyone is eating and drinking all day. Oh, and water. <laughs> don't forget water. Put them in charge of making sure that you drink plenty of water so you don't get dehydrated. And don't put that per- the person in charge who you know might drink lots of champagne and forget to help you. <laughs> Number four is transport. Um, if you have organized for your guests to get on a bus 
that takes them to the venues. Put someone who's getting on that bus that you trust in charge of the transport so they can be the contact for the transport company and they can also make sure the guests are on the bus and that the bus leaves on time. And then if the bus is late or how, whatever mode of transport they're in charge of is late, they can let someone else know so that you can be five or ten minutes late, whatever's necessary. Number five is the marriage certificate. Um, put someone in charge of minding the marriage certificate because there's nothing worse than your officiant handing that marriage certificate to you. So, yes, get someone else responsible to take care of that. Number six, get somebody to move anything that needs to be moved from the ceremony to the reception. And at the moment you might be thinking, well, what would that be? So sometimes you might have flowers that are hung on the ends of the chairs that go down the aisle. And then those vases of flowers, they might need to go to the reception to be used for something else. So get someone to be in charge of that and make that same person check that nobody leaves anything behind at the ceremony. Number seven is handing out service booklets or fans. So have having someone in charge of doing that. Number eight is directing guests. Now that is if, you know, the MC might need extra help or the MC might be somewhere else doing something else. Have someone in charge to move guests around um, or ask the venue, you know, will you be directing the guests to their seats or will you be directing the guests to get back on the bus, just make sure that there's someone there to help direct the guests around. Or if you need somebody at the front of the ceremony um, venue and, and you need someone to explain that they need to, you know, go up the stairs and to the left, just make sure you have someone that does that. Number nine is have someone in charge of collecting of the items at the end of the night. And these items include things like the cake, or the cake knife, or the toasting glasses. Um, sometimes those things don't need to be picked up till the next day, but some venues insist to have to go the night off. But more importantly, this person needs to take away any money and gifts that have been given to you because you definitely do not want to be leaving those overnight at the venue. Um, I know that when I was a wedding coordinator at a hotel many over 20 years ago that some people did actually leave the money with me and I would actually bag it up and put it into a safe into the hotel safe so that no one could access that money and just as a safety precaution and then I would take all the gifts up to the bridal suite before they actually got up there during the night but you not, might not be in a hotel they might not be able to do that and some hotels won't put your money in the safe know times have changed since over 20 years ago so find who that person is that's responsible and not going to be drunk and is going to remember to do that at the end of the night then number 10 is do you need to have somebody in charge of any tidy up that needs to occur so some venues you might they might say everything has to be out that is not the venue's by midnight and your wedding finishes at 11 because quite often they might have someone coming in straight after you to set up the wedding for the next day. So have someone or have a team of people if you think there's a bit to be done so that they can all get together and have, make sure that's done. Um, some venues will charge you if you don't have it done on time as well. Now moving on to the tasks that you need to delegate for the day after the wedding and for while you are away on your honeymoon. 
one, um, have someone who can collect items from the venue the day after the wedding. So if you don't have to collect everything the night of the wedding and someone just takes away the money and the gifts, have someone that goes back to the venue the next day, picks everything up, but also checks if there was anything that was left behind by any of the guests. And also if they take the cake away for you the next day or even the night before, and there is a tear that needs to be frozen, have that person do that for you. And we'll have them bring it to your house so that you can do it for them. You can do it yourself. Number two, um, have someone in charge of returning any higher items. So that might, because some quite often some people rush off on their honeymoon and you can't do any of these jobs. That's why I am actually mentioning them. So some things you might need to return to hire are suits, all the men's suits, maybe one of the most trustworthy groomsmen. If you're like, no, they'll all be hung over. I'm not going to trust any of them to return them that week. Then maybe it's the father of the groom or just somebody or the MC, somebody responsible that can make sure all the pieces are there. And then they also need to return maybe any furniture you hired or any easels that you hired. Um, Because a lot of these companies, they, you might've only paid up until say the Monday or the Tuesday, and then they'll often charge you per day as you don't return it. So just make sure you get those returns so you don't incur any extra um, costs. Then also get that person maybe or someone else to return any items you didn't use. So if you've got a receipt for something and you need to return it, but you might only have up to 14 days to return it and you're on your honeymoon, then you need to have someone do that for you. Number four is food and drinks for the day after the celebration. So have somebody in charge to, you know, make sure the drinks are cold. If you're having a little barbecue somewhere um, or if there's some trays of sandwiches that need to be collected for the day after, have somebody do that for you because you, you already, you, you already are busy. You're t- taking phone calls. People are texting you. You're tired. You're trying to get yourself together and get out of the hotel. So you've got plenty on your mind. You don't want to be worrying about the food and drinks for everyone. Number five is wedding dress dry cleaned. So this is often can be your mum, or if not your mum, just someone close to you. Get them to either send off the wedding dress to wherever you organised for it to go to be dry cleaned or to take it to the dry cleaners. But you don't want to be leaving this for too long and you will be surprised by how filthy wedding dresses actually get, especially from the dance floor. They are filthy. Oh, they are absolutely filthy the next day. Number six, have someone organized to take you to the airport when you're ready to go for your honeymoon. Number seven, organize a house sitter. This person might stay in your house to feed the animals. If you don't need anyone to stay in the house, have someone available to go and collect your mail for you. So your mail's not, you know, just sitting in the the mailbox getting too full or, and that person can maybe water your plants for you too, if you need that done. Then number eight, which is the last one is organize someone to get your flowers preserved. So you may have already looked into and decided who the company is, or if you're not spending the money to have your flowers preserved, just get someone to hang them up for you and and take care of them because they need to be hung up for several weeks until they're properly dried out. Some people these days go on honeymoons for months or a very long time. So you really want to have all these things organized. You don't want to be racing around the day you need to fly out 
or drive somewhere to go for your honeymoon and be quickly trying to do these things because that'll just end up very stressful and panicked. And you're already really tired after the wedding anyway, so you really don't need the extra pressure. So you can see from these lists that I've just gone through, there is quite a bit you do need help with. So reach out and ask. People do actually want to help you, especially people that have been married before because they know how busy you are and how much there is to do. And if you want to feel less stressed, then you you need those people to lean on because you cannot do it all. The extra help means you can enjoy the wedding week you can enjoy the wedding day and you can enjoy the honeymoon more, not thinking about the things that you haven't organized. So thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you can receive the podcast every Monday morning and you can listen on your commute to work or while you exercise or while you're eating your breakfast. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.